I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome to Scam Squad. I'm Patty Teal here as always with Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson, who warns us about the latest scams in Santa Barbara and all over the world, actually. Hi, Vicki. Hi, Patty. I get lots of different publications telling me about various scams that are happening in Santa Barbara and all over the country. And one of the publications I get is called Scam Gram. It's from an organization called Consumer Actions News Alert. And it's got a lot of good information about current scams. I thought I'd share some. Vicki, there are so many scams happening right now, as always. And it's good to get regular updates. So what warnings does Scam Graham have for us? Well, Patty, with lots of people planning vacations right now, this particular one is very timely, and it's called Airbnb Posers. Hmm. Well, a lot of people prefer Airbnbs to hotels these days. So how are scammers taking advantage of this trend? Well, you're right. People like to use Airbnb among other sites. So scammers, of course, are posting fake listings. And here's how it works. You book a place. But when you arrive, you're greeted by the host who tells you that the place is no longer available. Now, they might say it was damaged by the previous tenant or they had some plumbing problems which just arose. But in any event, the site that you chose is just not available. So they're going to offer you a different place. It's probably inferior to the one that you booked and it might be more expensive or it might be in a bad part of town. But they count on you being so tired from your travels that you'll accept what they offer, even if it's not what you wanted. Or in the worst case scenario, the listing just doesn't exist. Well, that would be terrible after flying somewhere and having that happen or driving across the country. How can you avoid being scammed like this? Well, it can be very tricky, but there are some best practices. These are no guarantees that you won't be scammed, but these are some things that you can think about. First of all, never go off site. In other words, if there's an Airbnb site, communicate through that site. And that way you can report any problems to the Airbnb that are hosting that particular site. Read the reviews and be suspicious if all the reviews seem to come in at about the same time. This might indicate that a scammer has just created the offering and has also created the reviews. Also, make sure that you see photos inside the particular location, so the bedrooms and the living areas, not just the outside, because anybody can take pictures of the outside of any building and post it. And of course, be very suspicious if the owner wants you to pay by Bitcoin or gift cards. We know that that is the big red flag for scams. Also, do a reverse search of the image and see if it appears on any other site. Also, if you arrive and there is a problem, ask the owner to cancel the reservation. That way you won't be charged by Airbnb and you can go ahead and find another place to stay. Also, if the problem arises at the last minute, but before you arrive, it's probably better to just cancel and get another place. And finally, just ask lots of questions, like in what part of town the property is located. Well, not getting the place you bargained for could certainly put a damper on your vacation. Good to know the kinds of things you need to watch out for. Thanks, Vicki. 
Yeah, and that's why you really have to be extra careful. Now, I will tell you that my husband and I often use Airbnb sites. So we've been very lucky. We haven't run into any kind of problem. But my husband really does his due diligence. He's very careful to read all the reviews. He never goes off the site. If he's in communication with the owner, he gets lots and lots of information and details from them. So he simply does his due diligence, and we have been able to avoid any of these scams. Well, that's good. Did ScamGram offer any other travel tips? Yes, and this has to do with buying tickets. So, of course, we all want to get the lowest ticket price possible, but in your search for a less expensive ticket, be careful of what sites you use because con artists create fake airline ticket booking sites. So this is from the BBB. They advise if you are buying airfare, use caution and double check the URL or phone number before providing your credit card information. Also, check with the airlines well ahead of your trip to make sure that your flight was actually booked. And I will tell you, Patty, this is something that my husband does, bless his heart. And sometimes we found out that the flight has been canceled. Yes, we were booked on the flight, but it was canceled. So this is just good policy anyway, to always check to make sure that you are booked well ahead of your trip. Don't just rely on whatever site you're using to book the flight and leave it at that. And of course, use a credit card to pay for your ticket. Because if you find out you've been scammed, you at least have a chance of getting some of your money back. Always good advice. So the scamgram also described a different kind of tech support scam that's happening right now. And this was a new one on me, so I thought I should share it. And this is coming from the Federal Trade Commission, the FTC. They warned about this one. You might get a recorded message that says there's been some suspicious activity in your Apple iCloud account or that your account may have been breached. Now, listeners are told that they can press one to speak to somebody or they can provide a phone number for somebody to call them. Don't be fooled. Don't do either one. It's a scam. They're trying to steal your personal information, like your password account or your credit card number. Yeah, that's very important to watch out for that one. And Vicki, when you were out of town, Montecito Bank and Trust came and warned us about the phony passwords or the verification passwords that were sent. It was a two-person scam where they would actually get that and act like they were the customer, even though they were the scammer. So that's another one to watch out for. It seems there are no end of ways the scammers are trying to get our personal information. But the advice for consumers is always the same. Don't click on unknown links and don't call unknown phone numbers. Of course, they can be spoofed, so be careful of that as well. If anyone asks for personal information, it's a scam. That's right. So, Patty, Scamgram did have a good news story, which I would like to share. And this comes under the heading of Everyday Hero. And it's about a Walgreens employee who thwarted a scam. She was helping a customer purchase a $500 gift card when she noticed that the customer was confused about how to send the card and actually who the card was for. So she queried the customer, asked what was going on, and the customer said that she had won the publisher's clearinghouse price for $3 million, but all she had to do was send in this money to pay for a fee or taxes or some such thing. 
The employee right away said, this is probably a scam. And the employee called the sheriff who did show up and was able to avert any loss to that customer. Well, good for that employee. And I'm sure that Walgreens sells a lot of gift cards. It's good to know that they train their staff to spot these scams. Absolutely. It's so helpful. And the article went on to talk about Walmart another huge seller of gift cards. And this was so interesting. Walmart recognized the gift card scam problem, and they actually developed technology that allowed them to identify and freeze nearly $4 million in cards. And these were cards that were sold to elderly victims who were tricked into buying them and sending them to scammers. And after the money was frozen, the Department of Justice was able to come in and retrieve the money and return it to the victims. Oh, well, good for Walmart. That's something you don't hear very often, victims getting their money back. Good news story. Thanks, Vicki. Absolutely. And, and Patty, once again, this is why it's always good to report a scam to the FBI at ic3.gov, because you might just get lucky. Absolutely. And I have a video, too, on our YouTube site, on the Scam Squad YouTube site, that tells exactly how you fill out the form on that IC3 site. So thank you so much. Very important. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, thank you so much, Vicki. And what is your fraud hotline number? My fraud hotline number is area code 805-568-2442. And I will say that once again, 805 568 2442. And again, I welcome phone calls. Thank you so much, Vicki. And you would be very nice to talk to. I know you're always so nice to everybody and make them feel so comfortable. I hope so. You do. Thank you. Have a great week. Thanks, Patty. You too. Bye. Bye.